What's up, you rebel-minded freaks? This is where we question everything and provoke the normality of the world, all in an effort to face ourselves and become better humans. That's what it takes to be rebel-minded. You in? Let's do this. Good late evening. Well, it'll be morning when you guys hear this one, probably. But I do like the silence and the seclusion and knowing that uh, most of the people are sleeping as I record. Even then, like, I know that I'm kind of fucking with my sleep pattern, you know, especially when I believe so much in getting a consistent rhythm, uh, sticking to the circadian rhythm, you know, um, being down with the sun and up with it. Um, I don't know how off it puts me, but it's a comfort that I enjoy when I do get my opportunity to create something. It feels like less pressure to create without distraction, without uh, noise, without busyness, apart from uh, my trees of a dog snoring in the back. And for me, I think it's best for our creativity when we can do it from a point of a confident space. Uh, a space that feels right to us. And we don't always get that, right? We have to create it. We have to make sure that it's a priority so that we can create, so that we can address our issues, so that we can address our desires, um, so that we can you know, silence the world enough to see our own souls. So, here I am. And I welcome you all back to the Rebel Mind Podcast. All of you that are triers and doers and go-getters and all those other cliche, ridiculous things. But, you know, the people that are striving for their best that are striving for their truth and their happiness and making it a point to not follow suit but to make their own way because it makes them feel free and it makes them feel joy and it makes them feel like they are a success at whatever level that it means. And I think that's going to tie into a little bit of today. I guess, of what it really means to know what making it is. And hopefully you guys can look back on this week. Look back on your week. What, what good things happened? What conversations did you have? How did your training go? Did you have vulnerability? Did you have challenge? Did you, did you, did you love and did you find passion? Did you get angry? Did you do things that make you feel human? That are maybe not so monotonous. That are something outside of the norm. 
I hope you did. And I hope that you found progress in whatever that may be. I myself have found that in the times that I'm physically challenging myself, it seems like other things tend to follow suit. They rise and fall kind of with my physical challenges, with my physical goals. As a powerlifter, I chase, I chase numbers for the most part. And despite the hiccups and despite the difficulties of the sport and when I'm going to decide to compete and how confident I feel in it, it seems like my mind and soul kind of track the same way. Not all the time, but a lot of the times. And it's a realization, it's an awareness. And I think as we follow this track of becoming our best, we find the little things that hint at our progress and we find the things that make us more efficient and things start to become automatic and things start to change. And as I was talking to a friend earlier this week, something feels like it's coming. And I hope it's coming for you too. Not a bad way. <laughs> I think in a worldview, things are in need of change. Because of the, the pain and discomfort we've had, I think just like an individual, change is on its way because we can only handle so much before we decide to release ourselves from that pain. But before we get too carried away with that, I want to make sure we really get into this episode. So, to all of you that are ready for challenge, let's hit it today. This is episode 47. What counts as making it? Who are you? Who am I? Do you feel like you're making it? If so, fucking great. Keep doing you, boo. Or bro. You can probably opt out on this episode then. If you feel like there's some shit that's off though, stick with me. The question is, how in depth do we know ourselves? Do we deeply know what we are after? What are our goals and our aspirations? The truth for many of us is we're missing what our souls really want for us. And you're not completely to blame. It's not really at any fault of your own, I don't think. The other truth, we may be closer than we realize. The distance from one space to the other most of the time seems to be a bottlenecking of pressure that really asks us if we're up for it. Are we up for that challenge? Ever since I can remember, ever since I thought that I had a duty to the world, sometime around, I don't know, 16 or 17, when you're nearing graduation, you know, that first sight of adulthood and that thought of, what will I become? I had a pressure build up inside of me. That pressure was so full of unknown. I didn't know what I was supposed to be. You know what I mean? That idea that you're going to be left behind because you don't have your career figured out. 
You don't have any relationship prospects, blah, 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 blah. And to give credit to you and your own soul, I just want to say, if this was you, if it is you, then it's not your fault as much as you think it may be. Think about this. When we're born, we're opened up to amazing amounts of stimulation. Blurry vision becomes clear. We start to feel pains and sensations. We have giants directing our movement, pointing out objects that we are starting to reference with danger and comfort and love and joy. We're soaking up so much. Our parents are pushing that stimulation. They want to see us grow into something, and they love seeing it. Our world is not only stimulating, but it's obviously new, and we beg to explore it. We hate being pulled away from our path to discovery, even when our parents know how it may hurt us. As things continue, we get even more direction. It's even more narrow. We are taught to understand, to think of others, to avoid potential dangers. We are educated and shown how big the world is, far beyond our own. But at some point, even out of fear and protection, our guidance system may hinder our explorative nature, whether it be by giving us rules and regulations or giving us horrors to fear or by making us believe that we are just another person, that we are the average man or woman. All of this is usually a reflection of our parents' own limitations. And can we really blame them? Well, yes, but blame will only get us so far in satisfaction. Blame only numbs the amount of pain we have about being less than we'd like to be. And a victim mentality is pretty void of the real action that you have to take to get where you want to be. Keep dreaming, but that dream isn't getting any closer if you're not swinging arms and legs grasping for it. The point being, though, is that a lot of us end up wandering into adulthood. We follow the fingers of others rather than raising our own. We deflect away from anything that may cause us pain or struggle. We are too afraid to listen to ourselves because we've been taught that everyone above us and beyond us knows better than we do. Can you see how limiting and destructive this potentially is? There's so much that lies in our own childhood that directly reflects our later years. The more we stay comfortable within the rules that someone else has set, the longer we stay lost and have a very meandering path on which to follow. We've given the world all the power over being a piece of this world and where we as those pieces fit. We've been taught to listen to everyone else more than ourselves. We've been told to follow the rules more than our own. Even though as children, we were more biologically set for the world than any other stage in our life. When we feel our emotions, when we feel our gut instinct, when our curiosity leads us, do you feel that? Do you feel that pressure right now? Is it deep inside your chest? Do your past experiences come up and give you pain about what you've allowed yourself to be? And when it does, do you question it? Or is that voice too small to even rebel in your name? I've grown tired of speaking of all of the problems that we have. There is no growth if there's no point in which to grow from. And that growth that growth may be the most important decision that you make in your life. Why? Because it will then encompass all of the mindset and action you decide to make your life better. That growth is in your autonomy. 
It's in the confidence you find to be unapologetically you. And what does that even mean? It doesn't mean to be a dick to all who challenge you. It means that you will be unconvinced to waver from the path in which you've set for yourself. It means you will reclaim a mind that wants to explore and face heart-pounding fear and push yourself to never let go of whatever it is that looks like a joyous life to you. How does most of the space claimed in your mind think of quote-unquote making it anyway? What is making it? Does that mean money and home and security and predictable wealth? Or does that mean walking into the unknown with everything that you do? Does it mean feeling through dark corners of love and travel and business and relationships? Does it mean living every day knowing you get to fulfill something? Or every day knowing you're putting another paycheck in the bank? The term making it is supposed to be a term that is unique to you. Success is supposed to be unique to you. Joy should be unique to you. Money should not be attached to making it. The American dream, whatever the fuck that is, should not be attached to making it. Social security and a matching 7% deposit into your 401k should not be attached to making it. And the fucking reason I say so is because it's not comfort that should be attached to the term. It's supposed to be joy. It's supposed to be challenge. It's supposed to be difficulty. It's supposed to be so many things. And the world has become confused in the difference between the two. I've lived that life. I've had some of the best wages as a tradesman, the best insurance, and the reliability of a consistent job. So why was I so miserable? Why didn't I feel awesome? Why did every Monday morning hurt and every Friday feel like I'd been drowning all week? Listen. I'm not the epitome of making it. I've got so much to learn, even at the age of 33. I have vices that destroy my time. I still beat myself up about stupid shit. I get scared and make excuses not to act. I do a lot of stupid shit. I still don't even feel like I've found the core of my true calling. Yet. But. I've never been closer. Yes. People have done it faster than me. People have made businesses that they could do five times over in the time it's taken me to become self-aware and actually start trying, but I've never been closer. Others have found ways to live their life giving value to the world that they've discovered and will never let go of quicker than the years it's taken me to just get an idea that I like to work and communicate with people. But I've never been closer. I don't even know what making it really means for me completely yet. And I definitely don't know what it means for you, but I'm going to tell you that it's there. And I'm going to tell you that you have a value and a purpose and a passion for life, even if you don't yet see it. It's not about the time it takes to find it. It's the fact that you've decided to. The belief that something else is there, no matter how faint, is better than trying to light your candle off of the bonfire that says, quote-unquote, dreams. It's a false fire meant to build itself off the lost and the undiscovered people. But that's not you. Your candle fire comes from a spark that resides inside of you, not the majority of flame. And you create your own bonfire. You feed it and you control its heat. So you have to decide that making it will encompass what your soul desires, not what sounds like the top of the world. Your success, my success, 
may very well be swimming with whales, being part of a transformative technology, living as a monk, being a singer, creating art from metal, being a hairdresser, cleaning up the ocean, making people laugh from a stage, writing novels. Your own mind is the only place that it could possibly end. So how do we find our definition? Believe it or not, I think it has a lot less to do with finding and a lot more to do with discovering. Instead of looking for it, it should be a stumbling across kind of thing. But finding our thing doesn't mean we don't plan and we don't act. Like I said, I don't like making direct rules and steps to what we all need because I've rejected enough of my life that hasn't worked. I think if there is anything that works the same way in most of us, it's the way that our souls work when it comes to fulfillment. I think that we all have purpose. We all want to give and we all want to be loved. So this is for the ones who still feel lost. The ones who know they can give more effectively and who know that the pain they have inside their chest is a response to finding their greatest value. Rule, not rule, number one. Slow the fuck down. No matter how fast your life is, even if you're bringing in the cash, because we all need to assess our position, the direction always changes. Even after we've found out what making it means, growth is necessary. It keeps us lively, keeps us excited, and keeps us challenged. So, we have to slow down. We have to take time to forget that we have a timeline. We have to be able to see the world and its color, and that usually means doing nothing, or minimally doing nothing, even if that's just for moments. I highly, highly recommend a breathing practice, journaling, or some level of meditation. And if you look into meditation, there's a lot more forms than just sitting and listening to monks saying OM. So dig in a little bit. Let your mind connect to your environment and your senses. Detach from goals, accomplishments, and your timeline for a little while. It will be there when you come back, I promise. Ask yourself, who am I? What am I after? Who do I want to be? Am I any closer than I was? What matters to me most? Am I reflecting what it means to be living fully to myself? Rule, not rule. Number two, act in all the small ways that feel like they push you towards what you want even if this is just the discovery stage. I knew myself that I wanted to be a voice, but what the fuck does that mean? I didn't exactly know then, but my first venture was creating a brand surrounded by graphic motivation. Did it go far? <laughs> Hell no. Did I invest a whole lot? Totally. But it pushed me to my next thing. It got me one step closer to who the fuck I'm supposed to be. They were these small, courageous steps. And every once in a while, huge ones. But they retold me over and over that I wouldn't die if I made moves. They still get me. I still have trouble moving on things. But I now understand why I have to make them and what it feels like after I do. I'm not going to die. You want to be a writer? Journal. Write notes. Start a blog. Not to become a well-paid writer, but to see if what you gain from it feels good inside your soul. And that goes the same for any other venture. Do small things in order to test the waters. You'll never know where to swim if you never jump in. 
Rule, not rule. Number three, give yourself some fucking grace, man, or lady. You're going to fuck up, probably a lot. My biggest mistake was being too serious about everything. I beat myself up about everything that didn't work, all the money I used, all the mistakes I made, but that thought process is absolutely brutal. And it takes up the mental strength you need to keep yourself moving forward and believe in what you're doing. It will stall you out. And it will make you feel horrible about not moving. Vicious, vicious circle, my friends. Don't do it. Break that cycle as much as possible. Give yourself some grace. Logically, the mistakes will happen. There is absolutely nothing you can do about that. So stop trying to minimize it and perfect everything, and enjoy the fuck out of what you're doing, and learn to laugh at shit. Laugh at the embarrassing things especially. It will make the blow feel far less disruptive, believe me. Just because the social world and media only show success and perfection doesn't mean it goes without an even higher percentage of failure. So, stop believing it, and stop comparing yourself. Your joy in the process actually fuels your inspiration your creativity, and most importantly, minimizes your recovery rate. You can get back on track so much faster when you're leaving failure in the past as soon as it comes. Fuck it. Move forward. Live and learn, right? Making it isn't as easy as the world may make it seem. And it's a huge blow to the gut when that reality sets in. When all the people that you see that become instant winners and instant instant successes... It becomes very hard to not believe that that's possible. It causes a lot of people to turn back. But in the dust, I've seen so many small proofs of courage in people. We are far more resilient than we think we are. We just have to give it time. And we can accomplish so much more than we realize. Besides, quote-unquote making it is a definition of the present, right? Like, it's in play. It's in progress. It is the action right now. So maybe, without even realizing it, you're already making it. So, it's time to start making a dent and proving things to yourself. Stay strong. Keep moving forward, my friends. And stay rebel-minded. Loves, guys. Out. All right, guys. If you're here then you have some sort of connection or curiosity of what goes on. So from the bottom of my little hamster heart, thank you. Even through a mic, that's what we call connection. And my life always gets better and more clear with all the souls that I get to connect with. If you like what you're hearing, or you want to share your story with me and the podcast, which I would absolutely love, write in. Send me an email or send me a text. You can contact me through IG as Creed Soldier or email me at Zachary at ChaosCreed.com. That's Z-A-C-K-A-R-Y at K-H-A-O-S-K-R-E-E-D.com. And of course, if you're up to the challenge and curious about really speeding up your self-development and your potential and getting committed to bettering yourself, send me a notification with Getting Rebel Minded in the title, even if All you need is that confidential space to talk. I'm here to give that to you. Share, like, and follow the podcast if it means something to you. 
Then you'll know when every new episode and interview has been published. I've always got more good things coming.